Let the games begin. Welcome to the 22nd episode of Chronicle News Dump, where we run through the hottest topics in the Lewis County news scene and discuss. I'm award-losing host Aaron Vantile, joined as always by recurring 40 under 40 nominee Eric <laughs> Schwartz and winner, tall man winner, by the way. dressed in a dark gray cat burglar's outfit, Jackson Gardner. You know him. <laughs> Jackson, how are how are things this evening? You had big things to say about the Cougs just a moment ago. Hey, ten point victory over Oregon State. Can't complain, right? Can't complain. Yeah, new quarterback, new coach. That's future just is a, bright just, for the just Cougs. A battle of the biggest ag programs in the Northwest. Congratulations! <laughs> it's Sunday, November eighth, and gentlemen, unlike some irresponsible media outlets making frivolous claims. About the outcomes of elections. We are pulling up our big boy pants collectively, stiffening our upper lips also collectively, and preparing to make a bold call on this election. (laughs) The votes are in. The tally has been counted and accounted for. And we, fine voters, have a new elected official in what some say is the highest office in the land. We are you prepared. Just, I'm going to cut you off. We are prepared to <laughs> I'm make cut a you call. off right now. We How are dare not you. making this call. We are and making calls. There are too many votes left to be counted. I'm hearing about widespread fraud. Widespread fraud. I can't tell you about it like specifically, but I'm hearing about it. Allegedly. I'm hearing about it. Allegedly. Courts, lawsuits, courts. Uh, so I'm not going to sit here and let you, uh, with the awesome power of this podcast, come out and claim the election. I will, however, give everyone an update on the election. And uh, is this the biggest election we are discussing right now? Yes, absolutely. It's the biggest because I have been informed by an old man on social media speaking outside of a lawn care facility in Philadelphia that elections are actually decided in the courts. Aaron, it sickens me that you want the uh, newspaper to be the one that decides this. So that you want the news stations. I'm sure you've been listening to the news stations on this this race as well. I get all my election outcomes by standing in <laughs> in the courthouse the morning, January 1st, every year, that morning, and seeing who walks through the door. I, I'm going to say the race is still on, and uh, um, there's votes to be counted, and uh, I've seen a lot of irresponsibility out there. Um, and just to give, give everyone an update on that race, incumbent Gary Edwards has pulled ahead of Michael Stedman for Thurston what? County <laughs> Commissioner... <laughs> Outrage. Edwards over Stedman? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I think our listeners should know that Chronicle analysts are working around the clock trying to make sure when we can appropriately call this After race. After the last four years. <laughs> I can't. Uh, yeah, with 9,400 ballots left to count as of Saturday. Anything could happen. Ind- independent incumbent Gary Edwards has taken the lead over Democratic two-term Lacey City Councilman Michael Stedman in the race for Thurston County Commissioner. So, you know, put away your parades and well, your declarations of victory. It's, it's, a, it's a long ways from being decided. My knuckles are white from clutching my pearls, <laughs> sir. Everyone's waiting diligently for the AP to make the call. <laughs> when will they do it? Is it Stedman or is it Edwards? It doesn't matter because the media does not make these calls. Yeah. <laughs> we will wait for the official report reported by the media 
Naturally. On who won what elections. I'm glad we cleared that up right away because there's a lot of tension in this room. Um, I know we yeah. both feel strongly Oof. about our candidates. I still can't remember still. whether I was for or against making a call. Um, <laughs> if one of you would like to clear that up. I don't I know either. It. I don't know either. But feels uh, like a pressure valve has been released in this room. <laughs> Lots so to talk about. Gary Edwards is up, but he has not yet captured the Electoral College. Has Ted been conceded? <laughs> he has not. He has not. The race is on. All right. Well, speaking of elections, Lewis County Auditor Larry Grove will post another update on Monday, tomorrow, at 5 p.m. Uh, on the state of the elections as they stand in Lewis County, although his website states there are only about 240 ballots left to be counted. So, obviously, I mean, uh, we should probably just go in and delete the election night podcast because there's still a lot up in the air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of, of changes have been made. I mean, I don't think anything can actually be changed by 240 votes, even if they well, all go one way or the other in I any don't race. I know. Yeah. That could make up a lot any, of I don't think there's any races that are a 240 <laughs> <No>. vote margin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. Here's yeah. a few updated numbers. Even a cowardly podcast such as ours can start calling these Lewis <laughs> County races, I believe. Uh, yes. Particularly the... District 2 Lewis County Commissioner spot where Lindsey Riemann Pollock has a 60.06% uh, accounting of the votes so far. Incumbent Bobby Jackson has 38.06%. Do you feel like that one is safe to call with 240 votes left? I will, go out, call? I will go out on a limb and say we can call that one. Our analysts feel safe with, with making the call on that one. I think I can back that as well. I think uh, we're calling it, which means absolutely nothing, again, by the way. Uh, yeah, I think that one is probably... I, 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 I hate to be... Uh, the media making calls wait, 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 drives wait, 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 me wait. nuts. Wait, wait, wait. Does Bobby Jackson still have a path? Uh, I do not see a... Uh, we're going to need to get John gonna, King in here. We've got, we've got a board behind us with all the precincts yeah. in Lewis County. Which uh, is really ineffective for a podcast format, but just bear with us here. <laughs> There is uh, 10 outstanding ballots in Salcombe that have yet to be counted, mm -hmm. uh, another three in Packwood, uh, two in Eveline, you know, who, Eveline's a swing county precinct, <laughs> uh, a lot could happen. Irregularities is one of my favorite election season uh, words, at least this election yeah, season. Major buzzword. <laughs> major buzzword. <laughs> the entire election would have to be an irregularity. <laughs> I can't even say that. <laughs> Irregularities? There we go. In order for that one to be flipped. So I think uh, likewise, uh, though to a lesser extent, with Sean Swope, 54.56% over Edna Funds, 43.76%. Um, and, and you know, we include every percentage point on this podcast because all votes matter. Aww. Not only all votes, but 100% uh, of every ballot. Uh, yeah, that's true. And uh, let's Testament see. For, to for our example, transparency. <laughs> for example, 240 ballots left uncounted in the Lewis County Commissioner District 1 race. Sean Swope has 22,351 votes, while Edna Fund has 17,926 votes. There were 691 write in. That's a lot of write ins um, in this particular race. So I think it is mathematically safe to say that Sean Swope is our next Lewis County Commissioner for District 1. We got to get our hands on those write-ins, though. Jackson, you're a reporter. Can you uh, can, can you make that yeah. happen? Can you finagle those? That, hey, that, that so might be, be a good story because that that's that's. I mean, I just want to know how many how many write-ins I got. How many how many write-ins you say there were again? Uh, hundreds. Six hundred ninety-one in that race. Seven hundred thirty-seven in the uh, Raymond Pollock Jackson. So en enough to cover the margin of. Uh, 
No. How no. many? What was it? <laughs> that was several thousand. That was several thousand. Okay. No, we just want to see what interesting names on there because everybody knows there's always the, the standard Mickey Mouse, Donald. I was going to say, like, like do, don't you think most of them are probably just like Mickey Mouse and like stuff like it's that? It's fun to see, though. I don't yeah. think people these days are like, oh, would it be hilarious if I wrote in Mickey Mouse? Oh, I'm such a cut up. <laughs> like, know, get original maybe. with it. Like, write in, I don't know. John Wayne Gacy or something. Well, that's a, kind of a weird place for you to go with that, but uh, sure. Yeah, mass murder. That's, <laughs> um, that's interesting. Anyway, Lindsey Raymond <laughs> Pollock, by the way, has 23,630 votes. Bobby Jackson has 14,974. I don't see a path to victory for either of the incumbents in those two races. Uh, We're so making light, too. Bobby Jackson did the equivalent of conceding on his uh, Facebook page, just saying thanks for the support mm-hmm. from that 38%. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, it's over. Uh, yeah, I would, though, as we mentioned, like to see the write-ins just because eh, they could be funny. They could be interesting. I mean, this... Do you uh, think there's anybody that wrote in uh, Sean Swope for District 2 and then wrote in Lindsey Raymond Pollock for District sure. 1? Sure, there's probably at least one. Probably yeah, I bet yeah, that's out maybe there. a handful. Just a really confused person. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, <laughs> could be. All right. Um, we've already discussed Gary Edwards has pulled ahead of... Stedman, what's Stedman's first name? Uh, Michael Stedman. He's Michael a Stedman. Lacey City Councilor. So. Uh, yes, we were discussing this off pod. They both look like straight out of Central Casting. One of them has a cowboy hat. The other one has glasses. Yeah, uh, I don't know about glasses, but um, yeah, Gary Edwards is uh, obviously the conservative choice. Um, we have the Nisqually Valley News in Yelm, which I remind people of our newspapers every week, mm-hmm. and so he has a lot of support there. So it's kind of hard to live outside that cocoon because I, I spend a lot of time in Yelm, um, and he's a Yelm native. Beloved guy, former sheriff. Um, I think it's good if that holds out just as a fan of uh, representative government that you have somebody on the conservative side mm-hmm. remaining on the panel. So, um, the commission, I should say. And mentioning that Gary Edwards is a former sheriff, we have a sheriff here as well, uh, John Snaza. Yeah. Rob Snaza, actually. John Snaza <laughs> right. is also right. a sheriff in the There's county me. we were just talking about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hence my confusion. <laughs> um Purely speculative, but could you see uh, Rob Snaza ever running for a political office? Either of you guys? Uh, Jackson, you've interacted with him, and Schwartz, you're familiar with him? I've, I've known him for uh, several years, and I say known, just you know, interact with him as, as a function of the job. I, I don't know him super well or anything, but um, I don't know. I guess it's possible. Um, Edwards has you know created that as a, as a possibility, um, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's happened before, but... I also know he's a really good law enforcement officer as well, so I don't know if that he would leave that behind him. Maybe. I, I yeah. was going to say, in my interaction with him, he seems like he's still got a lot left in the tank on oh, the yeah. law enforcement not, game. Not, I don't know if that's... I mean... <laughs> I'm not... He's like an old man. He's got the imagination. Aaron's asking yeah. if he has a path in the year 2044. <laughs> yeah, that's I think, right? yeah, I can see it. I think it's a, a little... I don't know, maybe. like that. That's, it's a little premature to, to be having that conversation well as i understand it if you're a former sheriff in lewis county either keep working for the county in a different capacity be it as a commissioner he certainly would have a good chance at being you know favored in an elected position oh he's loved yeah Yeah. or or you could work for the county in a different capacity uh emergency management or Mm -hmm. commissioner or your other option is to become a chronicle columnist right we've had that that with john mccroskey yeah Yeah, popular columnist john mccroskey so those are the options. Have you reached out to... Uh, <laughs> Those are literally all of the options. That's he couldn't it. do anything else with his life. But so, you so you're either out. on that ticket or you're writing about the yeah. ticket. Uh, so, yeah, speaking of former lawmen running for office, there's been no major change in the governor's race where Jay Inslee has 
Are we calling it? I guess <laughs> the AP called bold it seconds after the after eight. The AP called it at eight oh one, and I not believe. even not even that. And I don't even think it was just the AP. Um, we were doing our election night broadcast here, and um, or we were about to start it, I guess I should say. And we hadn't seen results from any race. And when I refreshed my social media feeds, it all said you know, you know Inslee wins, and we go to check the results, and there's no results. So I don't know how that played out. However, and this is a heavy Stephen A. Smith. However, <laughs> right here, <laughs> yes, Culp got his butt kicked. <laughs> like yes. it's uh, it's over. I mean, yeah. I'm not trying to be mean. I know he had uh, he has a great following. He had a great ground game. But man, uh, six hundred thousand votes is not something a few cases of irregularities is going to correct. Uh, speaking of irregularities, maybe this is where that buzzword is coming from. Lauren Culp is calling shenanigans and not conceding, saying something smells fishy and there are irregularities in the voting. He trailed by 563,875 votes as of Friday. Uh, To put that in perspective, there were somewhere around 40,000 votes cast in Lewis County. So (laughs) if all of Lewis County that voted... Voted another 14, 12, 12 times. Aaron has just selected Lewis County on the map <laughs> and is just hitting multiply over and over again on the big board. I've here got the, in the calculator podcast. app up on my <laughs> on my laptop. I don't want it to. I, we can talk more about it, but I don't want to confuse this conversation and me saying Culp got his butt kicked with having like a disrespect for him. I don't. I think he he ran a really great campaign. Kind of came out of nowhere. Took over some bigger names. Um, but what he was presenting to the people of Washington was not what 60% of them wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's just the way it goes. And I hate to see that, you know, now it's, if you don't win, the standard is set. You just attack the system and it's the system's fault. Uh, the system is administered by Republican Kim Wyman, who if, yeah. also won, uh, another term in office. Um, so Culp said he there he, he made some comment about investigating these allegations. Uh, he will not be doing so in a professional capacity as he was let go as Republic's chief of police a day or so after losing the election. Uh, he also made the comment that they voted to defund the department, but in reality he had been gone for so long that the Ferry County Sheriff asked Republic to start paying his office for providing policing in the area of Republic. And Republic looked at their books and decided it was cheaper to just continue on that route than have their own police department. Um, is it safe to say that Lauren Culp has Wally pipped himself? <laughs> You've used this reverence so many times, Aaron. I was going to say, this is not And every time you've used it, I've uh, giggled and you know pretended like I knew what he meant. And I actually had no idea. You so no earlier, idea. I looked you it up it. on Wikipedia and saw that he is indeed the Yankees' first baseman that uh, was... Who took a day off and some mm, punk yep. kid out of Columbia... Made named Lou Gehrig yeah. took his spot at first base and proceeded to start for 2,130 games before a disease that now bears his name <laughs> took him out of the lineup. How uh, dare you? And Wally Pipp was one of the great home run hitters of his time. <laughs> like, that's the ironic thing here, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> Is, uh, anyways, do I think he got Wally? I think maybe to a certain extent, but he also, like, I was listening to his interview with uh, Dory Munson um, the other day, I guess on Thursday. Munson, for his uh, to his credit, was also saying the same thing. I don't understand where you th- think the math is to where you would ever win this race. Yeah. Um, he's a conservative voice, um, but Culp even said, as 
far as the department goes, there was three officers in a canine a few years ago it, in, in an administrative position. Mm-hmm. And eventually just got whittled down to just him. I mean, you And the dog. And the dog. Mm-hmm. You can kind of see the... Ted Nugent bought them the dog, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Actually, it's true. Uh, you'd think you'd see the writing on the wall that this was something that was going to happen. So I don't know. He also... Uh, in that case, was just small-minded uh, politics, or he said people are small-minded po- politicians. And it's like I don't think the city council of Republic, <laughs> like, is going to be <laughs> against the idea notably of a liberal defund the police Republic, Republic. Washington. Yeah, like it, it really makes no sense. I'm sure he had like 99% uh, job approval. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. And I also thought this was interesting. I saw this in, in Crosscut that they, that was something. That's a conversation. That's been apparently being had in Republic for yeah, a considerable since, amount of time. I think, yeah, no, that, Crosscut had been reporting that on, since since August, I believe it was, and then he also still has a job with the the he sheriff's office or the sheriff's yeah, office. He wants to go work for them as a deputy. So like. yeah, so it, it was a little misleading to to say that he has been let go. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if you yeah. knew that at the time either. That came out Perhaps, the next day. Yeah. That letter started going around, but. I mean, I don't. I don't think any of us would want to cheer somebody losing his job. Like, well, I, let me correct that. Some people were cheering him losing <laughs> his yeah. job. I was not among them. Um, and to see that he has this other offer, I, I mean, it seems like kind of a wash. You don't get to be the chief of police of yourself anymore, but you can still Less be responsibility. Law enforcement officer, make the same amount of money, and uh, yeah. It seems like an, an okay deal. The but. other thing is, if you're only a deputy and you stop going to your job for an extended period of time, maybe they don't notice that they could do it without you. True. Yeah, I think. Which is like that's kind of the main partisan politics aside. That's a lesson here. Like, that's why I haven't had a vacation us, in two years. Know, I can attest that Schwartz has never taken more than a few days off at any point in the last <laughs> the fifteen years we've worked together. <laughs> Uh, well, if like, I did, I this did, young buck right here, Jackson, would <laughs> yeah, just be all over it. <laughs> I did the same thing. Like, I would always make sure to leave terrible notes for whoever was covering for me so I could come back and be like, well, we just screwed all this up. And you got to make it sound as difficult as possible, too. Like, you're, exactly. you're almost definitely going to fail filling in for me and uh, maybe add on a few extra job duties you don't normally do yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you and I know this well. On the rare occasions you would take a vacation, I would come in and fill in for you, and you would get back and run through the papers and be like, oh, this front page looks like trash. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't be laughing, though. I'd be more angry that you served that trash to our fine readers. But Yes. But, but no, uh, I, I, I totally I agree with you. It's a, yeah, it, it's a basic life lesson that every any kid out there getting a job should know that, you know, if you let your employer think they could do the job without you there, they will do the job without you there. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. I also I think it's worth noting that Lauren Culp's probably not going anywhere. He's I mean, if you get 40 percent of the vote in a state, um, but in any district he would be running in where he lives, that's probably going to look more like 70 percent. Yeah. You know, so. Well, that is also the other thing. Does does he abandon law enforcement as a career and, and try and really make this politics thing happen full time or I mean, Maybe probably got to get away another at least another year or two. We'd American have to ask candidate. a friend of the pod, Brandon Hansen, who's on the show from time to time, might have some more input. Because I don't know Eastern Washington politics, if there's like a yeah. legislator there who looks like they're retiring or you know yeah. anything like that. Yeah. But if he gets on the ballot in his own district and it's not a statewide thing, I bet you he will do extremely well. Maybe he'll That's move to Stevens County and run for commissioner. I hear they have some openings. Yeah. Shoot, he could run somewhere around here. He'd do just well. Oh, yeah. yeah if, he, if he moved to Lewis County? Yeah. yeah. I agree. 
Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, are we done with politics talk for the moment? Can we sure. Move on Let's to move other on. things. Let's move on. We are 19 and a half minutes in. Well, good. We're on the right track. You did it again. You linked the story to Newsbreak rather than Cronline. What? Where? Not a company man. Uh, Not let's a company see. man. Great old broads plant trees at Discovery Trail in Centralia. This is a fun story. I liked it. Uh, what a great name for a group. Yeah, right. it is. I like it. Yeah, I like Claudia made the comment that it uh, reminded Claudia, our reporter, Claudia, uh, she made the comment that uh, the name, uh, it's like Great Old Broads of the Wilderness, reminded her of uh, Dykes on Bikes, where it's sort of like... <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> sort of, What? Hey, hey that's, a, that's, a, that's a real organization. That's a real group. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Sort of a, has a disparaging but endearing sort of uh, name to it. I thought, it was, I thought that was uh, funny. But yeah. Good story. Yeah, it's the first time I've heard about the group, too. But uh, it's a good project. Uh, something non-election related, so I don't have any super hot takes on it. Uh, I have a hot take. One time, I, I occasionally go down to the Discovery Trail. I used to walk Ralph down there. Was He was a little more uh, anxious to go for long walks. And uh, we walked down to the river, and there was a naked guy taking a bath. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's uh, it. That's my story. <laughs> we left. We didn't stay to you know help him dry off or anything. I mean, that was an issue at that trail for a while too, wasn't it? That uh, naked guys that, bathing. Well, that kind of thing. They were they were trying to block that off the of parking thing. area. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a guy, dra- guy, homeless guy goes down to the to the river and tries to get clean, and you're just going to sit here and shame him for I'm it. I'm not Aaron. shaming him for him. I'm proud of him for getting clean <laughs> from dirt. And, uh, maybe he got clean from drugs. If that was an issue. I don't know. Yeah. For him. Could have been moving along. Uh, John Deere dealership uh, over on Hamilton Road in Chehalis, Napa, in that area. It's been sold to I don't know. Pape Machinery. Pape. Pape Machinery. Did you you wrote the story? Yes. Did Lo- you get confirmation on how to pronounce Pape? Pa- you're pronouncing it correctly. Okay. Right there. Great. Well, tell us about the story then, Jackson. Well, yeah, if you know so much it about was, the story you wrote. <laughs> so, Washington Tractor, formerly known as John Barnett. John Deere dealership. Is a, yeah, uh, John Deere dealership on Hamilton, Hamilton Road in Chehalis, I mm-hmm. believe. Uh, formerly known as uh, Barnett Implement, founded by Anne and Brian Tor- Torno. Torno. Torno, I got that. Yeah, I thought I was pronouncing that right. <laughs> um and, you know, a local company that's been around here providing uh, John Deere. Well, I, don't, I don't know exactly when they became a John Deere dealership, but, uh, you know, providing uh, wow, really agriculture, <laughs> providing uh, <laughs> ag and turf uh, supplies to the local area for quite some time. And then they became Washington Tractor. And now they're a part of the Pape Machinery family, also a family owned business. Uh-huh. Uh, for something like four generations right. out of the Oregon area. And that made them much more comfortable in the sale. Did they offer you a sweet deal uh, on Ann like told a me. lawn tractor? They did not, no, Maybe a, like no. A, you know, a disc? No, I, uh, my journalistic... flexing his Adna credentials over here. <laughs> my journalistic... I know what farm equipment is. <laughs> I watched my dad use it. <laughs> and even if they did, my well, journalistic integrity gonna, is too high. I'm going to get a text about that. <laughs> I hope you did. I just imagine little Aaron growing up reading his comic books, watching his dad do all the work. How dare you? That's pretty accurate. <laughs> Moving on. Well, I want to say, we give one more, uh, one more Pepe thing. I wanted to read off his last quote. We were fortunate enough to be able to retain a significant amount of the yeah. Washington Tractor employees who wanted to stay with us, Pepe said. 
we are excited that so many people wanted to stay on with us. I think from a customer's perspective, when they walk in the door, they should be very familiar with the people that they are seeing who have been there in some cases for decades. So it doesn't sound like the uh, shopping experience is going to be a whole lot different. No, no. And that's, you know, I think that's kind of, uh, you know, what made it sort of uh, not not necessarily a front page story. Um, You know, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot different here. It's just going to be the name change. Um, Isn't that your nickname, Jackson, not necessarily a front page story, (laughs) (laughs) That is is accurate to a razor-thin margin. (laughs) Just joking. Jackson pumps out some of the finest jams here at LaFond Boys World Headquarters. Uh, breaking news, there's photos in from Nightcrawler on something called the Stop the Steal protest in oh, Vancouver. Finally. Oh, um, I sent him down to that. It's uh, it's actually Joey Gibson and Patriot Prayer. Oh. In Washington? Are yeah. they are they Yeah, they gathered in Vancouver, so I'll just uh these this photos. This photo are just says filed. only all legal votes count. It's the law. They they uh you know, put periods at the end of both of those sentences on their signs. So, you know, get on them for that. Stop the steal. This was the, uh, the the set of rallies that Facebook attempted to quash out by deleting all of the groups, yeah. um, which would be upsetting if I was a person that was going to attend such a thing. Um, I got an email from Joey Gibson about this. Um, oh, your friend? At the, at the Reflector. You guys hang out? I haven't met him before. No, I have not met him before. But he is good about... Uh, but you guys are like I, I pen give pals, him credit. sort of. Well, I want to give him credit. He's good about when he's having an event. He lets lets us know about it. And I have been critical of you know people who tell us, you're not covering our event. Uh, the MAGA rallies, for instance. Remember uh-huh. when we went Twitter oh, viral for yes. that? <laughs> and so I can't, uh, I can't, on one hand, say, let me know about your event, and we'll cover it, and then not do it if they actually do it. So that is what happened. Joey Gibson sent us an email. He called your bluff. At the Reflector, and uh, yeah, we covered Little it. Little did so. I know, I would be caught up in the midst of one of them. We got another sign here. America is fed up with slanderous, selfish, hypocritical tyrants proven by Trump's legit victory. He's talking about you. We've got an, we've got an educators against hate. Justice for Kevin Peterson. So it looks like a mixing of uh, of demonstrators because that was that's the name of a gentleman who was shot and killed by a Clark County Sheriff's Office deputy last week. Um, to be clear, it sounds like he shot first. That's the early results of the investigation. Anyways, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Well, we were moving on to the Veterans Day Static Parade. Thank God. You can still register until Tuesday to be in the parade. Do either of you have a float ready? I do not. I, I'm gonna be honest. I forgot that Veterans Day was this week. Oh wow! Uh, that, wow. Was, that is that is my bad, it's and, and that is the and, and I remember it. Yes, and and thank God I remembered before it it was upon us. So I mean, you know, I am, I'm quaking with you rage could right say, now from and, Jackson forgetting Veterans wow. Day. You forgot to remember. I you know I don't need to for you guys to feel good. I just want the veterans listening to know that I still love you guys. So, you know, I, I hope I have your guys' forgiveness. Message not delivered. I don't know. No I don't really that. care about Eric or Aaron right here. The parade, though, wow. the parade is great, and I have said it before. I will say it again. It's a the, parade. You, you're an anti-paradist, though. I will get to that. Uh, the Veterans Memorial Museum has saved the 4th of July. They had a parade on the 4th of July. No one else yeah. had any parades on the 4th of July. I didn't hear any COVID-19 
outbreaks linked oh, to good. that. Oh, good. I was worried I would uh, It's also uh, static, I yes. believe. Yes, yeah. it's static. And then on Halloween, they had an event on Halloween as well, which went to work quite well. went to and then left? I got stuck in traffic and gave up and took my kids elsewhere. That's true. Wow. Was that the same thing in Veterans Day? All I'm trying to say here is the Veteran Memorial Museum in Chehalis has really stepped up this pandemic to save some holidays, some special occasions, and uh, I respect it. But if you want to mock that sentiment, Aaron, you go right ahead. <laughs> Are you going to go to the parade and sit in your car for five minutes and be like, oh, the line's too long. I was in, I was in traffic. I'll pay my respects to the veterans later. <laughs> I was in traffic for an hour. It was a very popular event. Um, this is a parade where you stay in your car, so that is a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, the next step, well, there will surely at some point be a parade where you stay in your house. And you don't even have to go anywhere. Yeah, you could just be like, oh, it, yeah, there's a parade. Maybe I'll look out the window. I don't think we I were, will. We already did that. We did that with the teacher car parades when well, school was canceled. Parade by my house, and I'm they did far parade off the by road. your well, not your house, you not my house, the, not on the far reaches of the Wanch Prairie. Uh, <laughs> There's still question. native tribes out there. Um, are you and I going to take our sons, Nightcrawler and Jackson, to the parade? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm expecting it. <laughs> take a look at the assignments I was doing. I have to get a really big booster first. seat for Jackson. <laughs> Oh, Jackson would need like a reverse booster seat, like it makes him sit lower somehow. Like yeah, a, you gotta lower like a pivot seat. in the seat. I can't fit yeah, this car too tall. Uh, for listeners that don't know, Jackson's actually seven foot five, and I'm um, a uh, tall drink of water. Yes, <laughs> he is the second largest Chronicle employee we've ever had, behind only Luke Kilgore, who is six foot nine. That's true. Wow. Yeah, yeah he was right. actually six four. Well, oh well, then six I foot nine. well then I am taller than him. Yeah, that's what so he I said. am the I am the tallest. That's what he would have said too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, see, I'm actually about six five and three quarters, which oh, I boy. think personally, slow down, slow down, slow down. Personally, I think <laughs> that gives me the right to say to to give myself that quarter inch and say I'm six six, but I do not. I say I'm six five. How big of you? And wow. I think that's a testament Literally, to the kind. Of you? Yeah, no, I, so I get, that's the point I'm trying to make. Wow. I think. That is a testament to the kind of guy that I am. Although, merely bringing it up makes me think you're a little petty, Tom, <laughs> petty, about this issue. Before we move on, let's say at least try to include a little useful information. It's at 3 p.m. on Wednesday, November 11th. Uh, excuse me, noon to 3 p.m. on Wednesday, November 11th. And if I am you, dear motorist, I would suggest showing up at 11 a.m. because otherwise... You might be, uh, you might find yourself like me. It's going to be a uh, Late addition to the parade, Jackson is going to be walking in it, and since he is so tall, he will just drop candy through your sunroof <laughs> to your waiting children, like some sort of. Uh, yeah. I don't even need. Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't even need to be the guy that walks on the stilts, you know, at those parades <laughs> things. I don't. I don't. I just. <laughs> you just I just have point, really yeah. long pants. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, other news. Moving on from parade business. Shehalis Basin residents asked for input on flood mitigation. Thank you. Finally, somebody's asking people how they feel about floods. Well, come on. This is uh, it's actually more important than that. Uh, the feedback yeah. will inform the Shehalis Basin Board's recommendations to the state regarding flood mitigation, which will be issued by the end of March. A focal point of the strategy has included a dam in the Shehalis River near the <coughs> Pizzle. Earlier this year, Governor Jay Inslee instructed the body to identify non-dam alternatives. However, county commissioners incoming and outgoing have identified pushing the dam through as their top priority. 
Has there been one of these meetings every month for the last 80 years? Not 80 years. It's actually, I can get the flood fatigue on this one, but if you're like, I'd say 70 to 80% of local residents who are probably in favor of this thing, Mm -hmm. um, and I would say that number's probably flipped the other way outside of our local area, I'll admit that. But uh, if you're like them, this is actually, this is it. Like, this is the the point where you can have a voice in determining whether or not this, this thing actually gets installed the chronicle editorial board not the chronicle has long been a big fan um simply because it has a lot of promise to save uh residents homes downstream aaron you and i were here in 2007 when the big one hit Uh Uh, a lot of those homes that were underwater or took a lot of damage um, wouldn't be touched potentially if uh, this dam is installed Mm. so okay i will not back away from my pro dam stance aaron all right. Well, damn it, you've convinced me. <laughs> uh, moving on to letter of the week. I like this one. I call this letter Australia Rules from Ron Field, who is in Morton, but writing from maybe not Morton. No, he's is in Morton. The letter in its entirety. How different a federal election in Australia is to the USA. Shop fronts boarded up in readiness of violence. In Australia, you go vote, say good day to others voting, and enjoy a sausage sizzle and on your way. I assume he forgot the good day, mate. No, he's uh, he's great. I did notice that the very first comment uh, was, yeah, throw another shrimp on the barbie, mate. <laughs> uh, but Ron, Ron Field... The I, brevity was really I, what, yeah. Um, I don't process letters to the editor now. Editor Natalie Johnson does. But when I did, Ron Field would send one from time to time, and they never extend beyond two sentences, three Good. sentences. Good for him. He just gets his point across. He has actually, he's the first or and only letter to the editor writer who has submitted one sentence letters where he just, just I have a statement that I would like everyone to hear. <laughs> the Ron so Swanson. God, that's writers. awesome. Yeah, it's always great. And uh, he's a former Australia resident, I guess. I, he, I think he was born there, maybe. I'm not sure. I've not talked to him. But uh, yeah, his, he's the only letter writer where you, you don't know. Is that a letter? Or is, that a, is that a haiku? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a good letter. Just, no, good. I just a proclamation. Uh, business feature roundup. We got Brothers Pizza and Brew in Tonino. Some guys are selling pizza and beer. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, that yeah. was a that Can't was a good go story. Um, that was another Eric Trent joint, um, and this is this is in Tonino. Uh, one may see the name Brothers Pizza and Brew and think the restaurant name is referring to siblings. In reality, Brothers is used in two ways: Brothers in Arms and Brotherhood among motorcyclists, which oh. are on the five hundred seven corridor there, right uh-huh. across the street uh-huh. from uh, the Eagles Club, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, great, great spot. And they did note in here that Yelm has seven pizza places. Fact. They're all fantastic. Love them all. Well, um, and that Tonino did not have one. So it's uh, you know, it's good. It's a good story, though. Uh, they've got pictures of service members out throughout the restaurant. Um, so definitely showing some respect there. It might be a good Veterans Day pick for somebody looking for a meal. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. They've got a tribute table uh, reserved to honor falling and missing in action members. I think the tribute table is probably a lot e- easier to pull off with the current occupancy limits. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, uh, yeah. Great business, great local business. Uh, Eric Trent continues to pump those out um, as he pines for sports to return. You can read them all for free, cronline.com slash business. Doesn't look like that will be happening anytime soon. Yeah, it does You not, have does been it? paying attention to any of the WIAA. Uh, also, news. Eric Trent has to write that stuff too. It's really, yes, he does. It's really cruel what we do. We make yeah. him write about how there's no sports and then write about stuff other than sports. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, backyard boards and skate shop 
in Rochester. This is a bus where they do skateboard stuff. I thought that one was really cool. They had been located, uh, if I recall correctly. In um, uh, Three Rivers Mall in Yeah, Kelsey. Yeah, and so they they hit the road with this thing, and they can, I, I mean, I think they're essentially located in one spot as far as where they're parked, but they can move around anywhere. Um, probably our most popular story on Facebook in the last week Ooh. was this one. Everybody liked, liked this one quite a bit. All right, uh, People's Champion of the Week. I have a take. Oh, boy. You know who the Oof. People's Champion is? It's you. <laughs> Both of you guys, me too. All the voters, all of us who got out there and voiced our opinion, made things happen. You're the real champion here. Congratulations. Drink it in. Take I'm, it not doing it. I'm not doing it. Pat yeah. yourself on the back, unless you're Eric Schwartz, who is taking the high road here. But you know what? My, my pick. We, we are the people's champion. My, my pick is Lewis County Auditor. Larry Grove, oh, uh, in election week. As I told, uh, as I told Aaron previous to this podcast, I think if uh, for you know when we're looking for those cult votes, if you have to go and check all the counties, so recount in all the counties, I bet you Larry Grove doesn't lose a vote. He's just like spot on. I bet you the vote was counted one hundred and one percent correctly. Yeah, I could see them being like, "All right, we're gonna need to, we're gonna need to audit your vote, auditor," and he'd be like. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> He's a WSU fan, so I'm sure you were right. We uh, tend to be very accurate. That's kind of that's kind of our thing. That's what we're known for. I like to imagine that he hangs upside down in the auditor's office with a blindfold on and does a recount just for fun, anyways. <laughs> like reconfigures all the ballots. You woke up this morning. Ah, Sunday. You know what? I think I'm gonna go down to the office. Recount the ballots just in case. He woke up Wednesday. Wednesday, Larry Grove doesn't trust Tuesday, Larry Grove. <laughs> All right, uh, Sirens Banger of the Week. Somebody reported a hit and run by a deer. So oh, yes. Pretty sweet. Surefire. Surefire Sirens Banger of the Week. That was awesome. I yeah. don't know what actually happened there, but I will say yeah. I was once driving down the street. You ran over a deer at the start of this podcast. Th- th- not this podcast. No, I, well, it's, it's true. July 4th, started. yeah, I did hit a podcast. Or hit, hit a deer. That's how you <laughs> celebrated America, by murdering a native I was animal. passenger in a vehicle right around 2010, driving around in West Lewis County, and a deer ran into the side of our car. Mm-hmm. Like, into the side. Oh, okay. So it can't happen. I was uh, going to say, I was like... your car around a deer. I just don't know. I the You know... The likeliness of this happening? I'm sorry. I don't know. Like, is uh, I got deer at my place all the time. Yeah. Saw one. Yeah, but the deer hitting the deer the hitting your road. car rather than you hitting the deer. It happens. It happened to me personally, and so I have I have sympathy. Hey. I've got empathy for this person. Okay. The deer did not stop to provide insurance information. Uh-huh. There was no deer cop. No deer cop did, showed did, up did you to have, adjudicate the situation. Was there damage to your car? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. reportable. And fortunately, there was deer fur left behind because I think uh, the insurance people were a little incredulous. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. also like to report irregularities in his bank account from the <laughs> 2005 <laughs> Like I had a bank account. <laughs> All right, Facebook comments of the week. Uh, I pulled a lot of them. I'm probably going to gloss over a few. Story, Olympia man accused of plotting to have his wife killed a second time. Comment, just divorce her. Um, Fair. (laughs) Story, updated counts don't shake commissioner results. Comment, the Republican Party, which has and continues to have a grip on Lewis County, is getting very geriatric and xenophobic. The future is with the young, and it's good to see a newer and younger leadership. Goes on from there. Was this you? Because you're the one no. that's always taking pot shots at uh, older folk. This was from a certified friend of the podcast, and somebody quickly commented to call him ageist. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I don't think he's a also like, important to fellow, note that they replaced the two other uh, Republicans with two additional Republicans. So. Yeah, this is not a party issue. Um, <laughs> story: Oregon decriminalized drugs. Maybe Washington will try it. Comment: This is what progressive socialism looks like. Um, I didn't think progressive socialism was all about like do drugs if you want. I thought it was more about. No, I mean, you're not shooting that the, his argument or his or her argument uh, with that comment because I think he's just saying you know, the more liberal you get, you start to loosen things up, and before long, you got people shooting up heroin right in front of you. Can't do anything about it. No. Because of Marat's. Yeah. Uh, didn't, uh, you didn't read the rest of that uh, comment, though. We uh, will get more of this no, on I the federal level out. if the Harris-Pelosi administration moves into the White House in January. I didn't even notice that take. I didn't even know Pelosi was running. How did I yeah, miss that? Yeah, wow. Uh, it seems like this guy just doesn't want women to do anything. Uh, story, sex ed mandate begins next year. Comment, how are they going to explain gays and transgenders? There's already a huge issue where young girls are sterilizing themselves before they become adults. What? I don't think that's true at all. Uh, the sex ed thing, though, I was, as far as an election thing, I was surprised by that. I really thought that the fact that more people signed the petition to get that on the ballot than anyone, than any measure ever... I thought for sure that was going to go the other way. Really? Yeah, I, wow. didn't, I did not expect well, that. Well, because what I remember, at, you know, writing stories about sort of the local groups that were trying to get that on the ballot <clears throat> was that at the time that, you know, when that got passed, that was approved at about a 60% clip. And then it got pulled again at about a 60% clip. And it passed at about a 60% clip. So... The writing was on the wall that that voters uh, would approve of that. I think when you do live <clears throat> in some of the rural areas and you hear this, you know, the advocacy against it, you do really start to see like, man, there is a lot of support against this. But, you know, mm -hmm. you probably move into those urban and suburban areas. I mistook the interest in the measure, I guess. Either that yeah. or, might I say, regularities? It could have been irregularities. <laughs> True. Perhaps. Uh, story, Washington sets record for daily coronavirus cases. Comment, if the Chronicle is reporting false news every time they report on COVID cases and they're just fear-mongering socialist lib liars, then why, one, do you guys constantly check COVID case articles? And two, why do you still follow the Chronicle? Fair point. Very fair I'd point. I'd like to change my hero of the week <laughs> to this commenter. <laughs> to this commenter. I always wonder that, too, for all three of our papers, the... If you hate it so much, why do you like it? Do and you like it? We have a conundrum here where the, the, the counties have decided all across the country to announce their cases every day. Mm -hmm. So what these people are saying is, yeah, we know they're going to do that. We just don't want you to tell us what the cases are. Yeah. Um, and my thought was, if you think that, why, why are you clicking? <laughs> like, why, <laughs> why are you, you commenting? Comment? Like, it's like the, the old Pete Castor joke was like, if you're upset about like how mad... When we would get the occasional upset call of the sports department, Pete would be like, man, just imagine, like, how mad would you have to be to look up the number, <laughs> call the Pretty sports mad. desk, and leave them an angry message about something? And I think about that, like, there's very little that would upset me to the point where I'd pick up the phone and call somebody and tell them off, this total stranger. It's true. Yeah, well, anyway... We did, uh, I'm not going to mention the, the gentleman's name, but we had to block one of our um, most prolific and awful commenters on mm -hmm. the COVID stuff. Um, 
Oh, no, I, I should have just said his name. I'm not going to. But this individual <laughs> called in to let us know that our comments, <laughs> that our commenting had <laughs> been disabled. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. <laughs> No, he is yeah. not a poor guy. I assure you, he is an awful, yeah. awful guy. But it was it was nice that this gentleman took the time to pick up the phone, which you, you're indicating is difficult. So. It is, yeah. We have a passionate reader. We have a passionate reader base. What yeah. can we say? Yeah, mm-hmm. just like we have a very passionate listenership. Um, story, Inslee prepares for third term as Colt won't concede, loses job as police chief. Comments, there's several. We the people need to demand a recount. If you want fair and square, okay, congrats. But cheating like is what it looks like is not. Uh, again, the margin is close to 600,000 votes. There is definitely fraud. Definitely, Wait, there is fraud. There's definitely fraud. There's no way Inslee won by 2 million votes overnight. Uh, both of those things are incorrect. Even a Democrat didn't vote for him. He's a criminal. Um, that's a you know that's a sentiment I saw repeated over and over again where I, I think a lot of cult uh, supporters thought that there was this wall of Democrats behind them for whatever reason I yeah. don't know why I know pretty Cope baseless would, made that a, a, a staple of his stump speech was to say that he has a lot of Democrats uh, mm-hmm. coming to his side but that clearly was not the case unless a bunch of Democrats voted for. Uh, Culp and then a bunch of Culp supporters <laughs> for Inslee. That, that, that didn't happen. Uh, final comment on that story. Tis fraud all across the board in electing communistic perverts. I don't think you meant to say tis. I think you misspelled its. It's better uh, with tis, though. It is. Yeah. And final comment from election news dump episode. <laughs> comment Ooh. like. Yeah, I liked the ec- extra effort. Hey, there. great. In all caps, hey, too. Yeah. She, wanted us to, uh, she wanted us to know. Not yeah. just leave a like. But to comment, yeah, caption. She went all out. All and caps. We like. appreciated here on News Dump, Lewis County's worst podcast. <laughs> and with that, well, anything else you guys want to? Yeah, add? I got a couple housekeeping measures here. Oh. Uh, first of all, uh, I regret to inform both of you um, that we were contacted by high-ranking member of the Peter Abarno campaign. Um, oh, and I, don't, I don't recall. Peter Abarno, your new 20th District State Rep with about 70% I of the votes. I think it's still a little too yeah. close to call. I, easy, easy. I, I think none of us are none too pleased to be informed that uh, we are fake news. Um, we had Celine Fitzgerald, reporter Celine Fitzgerald, on here, and uh, she reported that there was a vegetable tray available for attendees oh. uh, at his party. That was false? Uh, according to this high-ranking official in the Peter Abarno campaign, which, as we know, is a large and sweeping campaign, many members, lots of moving parts, uh, there was also meat available. There was a meat. Do we know what kind of meat? All of the meats. Fish? I'm reporting that all of the meats were there. Tofu? So... Do they have a pescatarian option? <laughs> <laughs> I have promised to make this right to avoid uh, litigation, as uh, we are dealing with a, a lawyer here. So uh, yes, so it, there was meat in addition campaign. to the vegetables. Uh, I would like to say that there was more meat than vegetables. I'm sure Celine just feels terrible about this mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, luckily <laughs> to leave this family. inaccuracy in her reporting. It's I'm all clear sure. now. It's yes. all clear now. Yes. Um, you know, we've we've got a lot of integrity we've, on this podcast. We've reached a settlement. We with, know uh, when we're Barnes wrong, team. and we will come forward. Um, the second matter of housekeeping. And I have to pee. Wrap it up. <laughs> oh, come on. That's grotesque. 
Uh, Jackson Gardner has turned in his notice here yes, at the Chronicle. I'm, Get the hell out, Jackson. <laughs> so why don't you walk your time? I'm heading down to south. <laughs> I'm going to the desert, my cool. friends. We will be holding uh, tryouts, a combine for a third uh, member of this podcast. And I just want to say I've been here a long time, and there's two different kinds of reporters. There's the ones that come in, they do a really good job. Um, they uh, they work hard. They're liked by everyone. Then, then there's, there's the other kind. There's Jackson. He's trying to steal my punchline over here. <laughs> Just ruined the delivery. Anyways. Ruined his slam. I told you I... All right. Well, well I guess that's we it. Because yeah. Well, the first first ever podcast that ended because Aaron can't hold his bladder. Couldn't even it's land his slam. Not. I have ended podcast for last. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you next Sunday.